everyone. Welcome to the De-Risk Podcast, Episode 10, A Legal Risk Example. In today's episode, I speak with a seasoned entrepreneur about a painful legal lawsuit experience. Hi, everyone. I'm joined today with Raja. He's a tech entrepreneur with over 20 years of experience in various roles in technology businesses. Thank you, Raja, for joining me today. Hey, thanks. Thanks for calling me uh, over. Thanks, Ruth. And hi, everyone. So, Raja, I brought you on to the DRISC podcast today because I think you've got a pretty interesting story to tell, which many startup founders might be able to learn from your experience. The aim of this podcast is to highlight various risks that founders might not have considered and risks that potentially can derail their businesses. We've talked about some legal risks on this podcast so far, but I think speaking to you, Raja, about your own personal experience might bring some colour to the risks that we talk about theoretically. So would you mind um, just setting the scene for us and telling us what happened? Well, uh, this happened about 2013. Uh, You know, entrepreneurs go when starting up a new, uh, spotting a new opportunity as always. The most thing entrepreneurs do, that's what I have done, is focus on getting the project and trying to start a new enterprise. And then you obviously don't focus on where things could go wrong in building, uh, you know, when you're building a new relationships, where things could go wrong. And when you're making a contract, where things could go wrong. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we set up a company about 2013 with the U.S. operations. And... uh, uh, the, the, it was a tech-related uh, uh, enterprise. And the thing is, we haven't laid out the arrangements clearly, and it was a very informal arrangement. And there was no legal format how we have defined how things should have operated at all. And when things have gone wrong in terms, because this was a business where uh, we had to set up some operations in US where we had a partner and things did not pan out as possible. Uh, The partners came and sued us that we haven't uh, supported adequately uh, in their uh, operations in US and the expenses what has incurred, which is supposed to be incurred in the US operations uh, they claimed in two places and we ended up with a lawsuit um, uh, which was way above our uh, existing uh, capability to, I mean, the costs were too high. So we had to, we had ended up, uh, you know, uh, unable to foot the bill for the lawyers. And uh, of course, we went to the cheaper lawyer options and it didn't work out and we lost the case. So we didn't anticipate the risks involved would, you know, when you're starting a new enterprise and you don't you know, plan things properly. Uh, and legal is not one thing where entrepreneurs normally tend to consider that this could go wrong. For sure. And I assume that, you know, when you started up this company, you didn't have a legal counsel in place, right? It would have been a pretty new no. business to begin with. Yeah, we don't have, we don't normally... Uh, you know, I've been a seasoned entrepreneur. It's not my first time. Uh, but, uh, but at the same time, we always 
tend to go and focus on getting the business live and and that's what i did too i never thought about having a lawyer or a proper contracts drafted and if things have gone wrong uh, you know the cost of legal implications is more than our business uh, you know so the risk is uh, could go past the business and uh, it had hit me personally because the other party has not just sued the company but also sued the owners of the company that is that that's me right so i have to be personally liable for those costs got it so that's yeah. where uh, you know when you are not uh, you don't have enough resources to foot the bill and things could go wrong and you end up uh, spending more than what you are uh, you know what you have lost and this will add on to that and that yeah. was the I can imagine that would have been an extremely difficult time, um, you know, getting served with a lawsuit personally where you're personally named in that, that would have been quite stressful, I imagine. Um, and um, can you talk just to us a bit about the timeline? So you said 2013 was when you started the company. Um, when, yeah. when did you first get served with the lawsuit and how long did that drag on for, for the entire process? Well, the business started in 2013. So it was a cross-border arrangement. It's with a U.S. company and a Malaysian company. So when uh, we had this operation, when the uh, things started falling apart, which is about end of 2014, so the lawsuit started in March of 2015, uh, the process of first sending the notice and all. So we are still not informed that uh, how to handle because that was the first time we were handling handling lawsuit uh, and uh, it started in 2015 ended in 2018 end of 2018 which was wow. roughly three years to, yeah four years right because it was the end of 2018 that's inc uh -huh. an incredible um amount of time and like yeah. um, how much time will you devote? Like you were still, were you still operating your business at the same time and then being preoccupied by this lawsuit? Like how, how did that affect you in terms of getting things done? You know, uh, the most important part when you're going through a lawsuit uh, uh, is what is the cost, which you already hit with, uh, you know, a loss of business when the business did not happen. On top of that, you're also hit with attending to that lawsuit uh, because the most important time you are actually supposed to do something else. And this takes a, a pretty much uh, your valuable time out of your business. So that business has been put on hold, but your other business was also lost because your existing business, what you're trying to do is also because you have to devote enough time of yours to, to find, uh, to get things and documents and prepare things for these things. And of course you have to travel to, you know, to the different jurisdictions to attend the court and other things and all. And uh, cost, cost is a great implication that really hits you when a business is already on a loss and cost would, uh, you know, take you uh, the most important valuable 
cash resource what you have you have to pay to the lawyers at again and the liability implications after that you know that's another thing so the scare that what could go wrong and what you could be more liable after this process of uh, legal case you know when mm. the the suit ends so all these things i think uh, not just in loss of business and the emotional distress which it can cause you and the time and the cost uh, all inclusive it's it's are not a worthy effect i would have uh, uh, you know th- thought about if i could have foreseen this if things could go wrong and it would have been i would have done much better options than this rather than you know not doing enough preparation for this kind of legal eventualities if uh, things go wrong right um so maybe let's talk a bit about that what would you have done differently if you could go back in time to pre uh, the lawsuit starting the first part to start with any entrepreneur would have done should have done uh, to make a proper contracts eventualities where things could go wrong and who's not liable for which part of uh, you know uh, business going wrong now interpretations of biz, uh, of uh, business laws can go very different in the courtroom uh, people can come up with arguments or uh, this could mean that and what could mean what if you have a good lawyer things could go uh, very favorably for the other party and if you're not able to spend enough then uh, even you have a strong document probably it doesn't hold any water uh, because you know you're not able to present the case properly now most important thing i would have preferred make a good uh, document a legal document which is enough uh in covering all the eventualities the second important thing is even if it if you had to fight this case if business is going down is there something to cover you on the costs and that would have been really good enough for me to cover to engage a good lawyer to see that you know our case is presented well and uh, in that case either i have a really good cash or other business supporting my cash flow or i would have preferred if there's an insurance which i haven't thought about it at that point of time uh i know remotely especially in us that they have insurance to cover legal implications because us is a quite a different area where everything is uh, you know legally uh, every business is seen that you have certain legal implications but in asia we have a tendency to not look uh, you know legal implications on partners and uh, contractual differences that strong in you know in legal terms and especially insurance so i would have preferred an insurance to cover that it would have been great and uh, we could have hired a, a decent law firm to present the case well yeah that would have been the best options yeah yeah and, and what you're talking about i suppose is getting your just general governance in place like getting your proper contracts is is part of 
good corporate governance, um, getting insurance, like a director's and officer's insurance, that would have also been proper governance. Um, I suppose you're talking about, you know, getting things prepared up front um, and then having those measures in place in case of lawsuits, other legal disputes that might come up in the future. And yeah, you talk about, um, you know, if you had more cash, you could have been able to hire a, a better lawyer that could have defended your case better, um, even though you had all the right documents in place. And, and you know, for someone who doesn't come from a legal background like myself, I wouldn't know where to begin if I, if I was served with a lawsuit and all of a sudden, okay, I have to find a lawyer and um, how do you compare lawyers besides just their rate cards and how much can you afford? And I suppose you, you need to know how much, you wouldn't know from the beginning how much a whole lawsuit's going to cost from, from day one, right? Um, that must okay. have been quite um, uh, very uncertain for you not knowing, okay, which lawyer to go with, right? Yeah. Well, the, the, the most important part is, uh, especially most of the entrepreneurs, uh, lawsuits, uh, being a small SMEs and all, we don't deal with them on a day-to-day basis. Uh, it's occasional and, and that could change the course of your business altogether. Uh, so cost, and getting the right advice is expensive. And, uh, and when the business is falling down, uh, it is uh, in, in not in a good shape, you definitely don't have the cash flow. So I think at that point of time, an insurance would definitely help because at least you're covered to access a decent um, legal help, uh, capable legal help. And uh, that would have been, you know, uh, the savior at that point of time. So, right. yeah, having a good lawyer, I think always the best thing is making sure we have, uh, you know, uh, prevention is better than cure. So it's always better to, to do the documents, uh, a legal drafting properly in the first place. But at the same time, you always, uh, cover yourself for eventualities. If things could go wrong, especially when the business is not doing well, and then you have some recourse to fall back, and especially in the cases where the directors or the owners are made liable for an operation, even though if it is a limited liability company. Mind you to say, this was a limited liability company. I was not personally uh, uh, you know, uh, liable for anything, then an uh, incapable lawyer could, uh, because of the cost considerations, could not present the case properly and you end up uh, having that personally liable. So I think insurance would have really done well. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and you brought up the point earlier about how in your case it was a US related exposure and it was some the party in the US that had filed the lawsuit against you. Yes, we know the US is a very litigious country, but I think it's catching up here in Asia and Southeast Asia as well. That these risks definitely do exist here. Even if you're only a Singapore, Malaysia based company, these risks still exist, right? Do, do you still see these risks um, for your, your other companies that you've started since this incident? You know, the, the, the thing is, 
in asia of course we did not have that much of this culture of suing people and other things but since uh, the change in the business dynamics what we see now uh, even smes and startups are operating globally um, having a, an enterprise which is not very huge but even in a small size definitely you are dealing with cross border transactions cross border uh, business opportunities and the culture is different so you definitely exposed to the risks uh, coming from the other shore so i think asia is if we have to keep uh, doing business with uh, different uh, areas i think we should be geared about uh, the, the new reality where legal implications are uh, you know are part on parcel of the changing culture and you have to be insured uh, on uh, certain fronts where you keep yourself uh, you know the, the liability and other parts where uh, it is taken care of uh, in in any eventualities and other things you know sure across border or anyway adds a extra dimension of complexity to yeah. the business so yes and you're opening yourselves up to different um jurisdictions of law so um i feel yeah it seems like um being prepared and understanding what the risks are and getting the right measures in place are, are very important uh from your own personal experience well thank yeah. you so much for being so open and willing to share your experience with us today um it sounds like that was a rough four years that you went through um i'm hoping that um the rest of your companies have has much smoother sailing and that you you don't have to go through these stresses of other lawsuits and i'm sure you're much much more prepared now in case something does happen you have learned from that experience yes uh i think uh, the first thing i need to do in every future transaction is have a proper uh, legal uh, contracts and uh, uh, system in place that we don't run into these kind of things and yeah. of research into what could go wrong and third have proper insurance to cover things when things go wrong so something is there to cover you yeah That's great. Thanks Raja for sharing with us today. Thanks. Pleasure pleasure is all mine. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll speak to you next time on the next episode of G-Risk.